Hi guys. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to or back to the Smart and Hot podcast. My name is Julia. I'm your host. And if we haven't met before, the Smart and Hot podcast is a safe space for soulful bitches. We discuss all things personal development, spirituality, wellness, and just anything real shit, hot girl life advice related. And today we have the realest hot girl of them all. My best friend, Danny. <laughs> Hi, guys. So um, sweet. <laughs> I'm so excited to have Danny on today. We are drinking. We just kind of did something. We, we did something a little silly. We went next door to go get recess drinks. Yeah. And I decided to try the blood orange flavor because that's her favorite. And then we were like, what if, what if we tried something crazy? And we put Aperol. Yeah. We put Aperol in the blood orange recess and it's basically like an Aperol spritz, but without the champagne. Yeah. And honestly, like I'm kind of really into it. And if you wanted to go like a little crazier, you could do like half. Half recess. blood orange, half champagne. Because it kind of has like, not this, the blood orange doesn't have the same taste as champagne, yeah. but it kind of has that. That orangey, like, like fresh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think with an Aperol spritz, don't they typically, like, top it? Like, aren't you supposed to top it with a little bit of, like, soda water or something? Yeah. So you could just sub the soda water for blood orange recess. Yeah. Make it a little wellness moment. Wellness moment, yeah. <laughs> um, but today, we are going to be talking about friendship. And I have had the idea to have Danny on for this episode for so long because this is my best friend in the entire world. <laughs> and I feel like our friendship has taught me so much about friendship yeah and I just feel like we can have a really good conversation about it so I always start off every episode with like a little like vibe check like an energy update so like tell the audience where you're at where are you coming from today what's the space that okay you're in? so the space that we're in is slightly hungover <laughs> um but honestly like we're doing pretty good mm-hmm. um I don't know like a little tired but the vibes are good but the vibes are good it's like beautiful weather outside in new york yeah. today too like you can't like be mad about anything yeah no know? i got like a lot of sleep last night so it's a vibe so it's a vibe it's good yeah um i'm not hungover i was really boring last night <laughs> fell asleep at like 9 p.m but i woke up this morning and like went to yoga yeah. Went and bought a really cool vintage bomber jacket. That you had really a productive little morning. Yeah, I cleaned, deep cleaned. I've been vlogging. Like, it's been a good day. And now we are sitting down to record this podcast. And I have to say, like, this, us sitting down and recording has been an idea for over a year. It's been a long time. Like, a year and a half. Like, since Danny and I first moved here, we, like, wanted to do podcasts together and, like, talk about like, remember when we were like, we can talk about our struggle because we yeah. were first moving here? I know. And it's like, girl, you don't even know. Like, yeah. It's about to come. I know. But also at the same time, it's like the things that we wanted to talk about then, I feel like we could still talk about now. We're just in like a completely different space. Yeah. And I feel like we were in that place of like struggling still. And mm-hmm. I think we wanted to have like the hindsight mindset yeah. but like in reality we were, we were still going in the, in the thick of it and like we still are to some degree like yeah. learning and struggling in different ways of course everyone is all the time but mm-hmm. you know it's just different so danny what makes you smart and hot okay um <laughs> <laughs> what makes me i'm gonna answer this backwards what makes me hot yes is 
being a kind person and genuinely liking being a kind person. Not mm-hmm. like it's not something I have to force to do because I love to... it's who you are. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's hot being sweet. Mm-hmm. And I think what makes me smart is like knowing who and how to give that kindness to people and like being able to protect my energy. Mm-hmm. In that sense and it's something that like i think i'm still learning how to mm-hmm. do but like i think always be kind to people always be polite whatever but save your energy to like really pour your love into yeah. people that actually deserve mm-hmm. it and don't like bend over backwards for shitty people yeah absolutely and i was about to say i feel like you have gotten so much better at mm-hmm. that like especially within the last couple of months even like yeah. i've just seen you be able to set boundaries whereas like before it's not a bad thing to like be a people pleaser because literally i was the same exact way yeah but like both of us had such a hard time like with giving our energy away to the wrong people and just wanting to help everyone and love everyone which is not a bad thing I think that we have such genuinely like empathetic and caring hearts and souls I think like it's for me it's shifted to like wanting I haven't really like necessarily cared about everyone liking me anymore like I kind of like phased out of that after I graduated college Mm -hmm. but I think like it took me a while to understand this but like I care more about just being respected yeah shown like respect Mm -hmm. but like you don't have to like me and I don't have to like you kind of thing Mm -hmm. but like we need to be respectful of one another Mm -hmm. so I think that's more so what I seek but not everyone's gonna give that to you yeah and then at that point you just have to be like okay whatever like I'm not gonna waste my energy trying to like exactly I'm just gonna do my own thing I think part of like growing up and maturing is also realizing that when someone isn't showing you that respect, it's not about you. No. It's literally just about them and like their projection, like their projection of what their internal world is. And like so many people are miserable. No, because so many people are. (laughs) Yeah. Like so many people are so unhappy and like they just live their lives, like projecting that out onto other people. And like you can choose whether or not you can like let that affect your energy or your perception of yourself right like I to me like it's hard for me to kind of understand sometimes because I feel like I try to be very cognizant of like not projecting my insecurity and so when other people do it it's kind of like hard hard to understand understand, like why are you Mm -hmm. why are you being like that yeah yeah (laughs) but I mean, everyone, like, struggles and, like, faces their insecurities in different ways, but that doesn't mean that, like, you have to put up with that. And everyone's on their journey. Everyone's on their journey. Journey, journey, journey. journey. Okay, wait, I want to talk about the way that we met. Uh And I also want to, like, this is really, really important to mention before we even, like, get into the the dirt. Yeah. Is that me and Danny are the same sun, moon, and rising sign. Like, how crazy. So we're both a cancer sun. Libra moon, Pisces rising. So like you have two very sensitive, very sensitive, very caring, very caring, sometimes not always grounded in reality. Yeah, very delusional, (laughs) very delusional, very delusional, (laughs) little fairy mermaids. Yeah. Um, But the way that we met is like even crazier because like when I, the reason why I want you on like to talk about friendship with is because like we are soulmates like we have a soulmate type of friendship and like the even the way that we met is just like mind-blowing yeah when we like we talk about it like every few months we have a deep wait let's existential conversation where we're like yeah 
can you even believe that like our paths like crossed in this lifetime? And it's so crazy because like all of our friends here think that or thought that like we were really good friends in college yeah. and that like we all even with our roommate Andy mm -hmm. like you guys knew each other but I didn't know either of you in college and everyone thinks that like we were all best friends because of like just how, how close, close we are. are yeah and just how well we like all click yeah which is like so perfect and like we went to college together mm -hmm. we both went to Florida State FSU and like we didn't know each other really at all yeah. in college like had never even really heard of each other no. we were mutual friends with like some of the same people but we had never met like never crossed paths and then after college I moved to Hawaii for a little bit I was there for like three months and that was like a pretty dark like challenging time in my life yeah. and I don't think I really realized it then but like I was so lost like so anxious and my like soul needed like to be in New York and I think that I knew that when I first moved here when I was like 19 because the ways that New York has always like ended up in my life I've always ended up here has been like so fast and just kind of like on a whim yeah like my first internship here like I literally got that I interviewed and then got it like within a day and then when I graduated college I kind of had convinced myself that I didn't want to move to New York anymore yeah like I was like oh maybe I'll move to Miami I don't know I was just was like yeah. life in Florida was like so comfortable and like so easy and I was just like yeah like I'll move to Miami or like I'll do whatever the whatever the fuck and then I ended up in Hawaii <laughs> so insane. yeah I did it was insane it was so unhinged I was literally there on vacation I was like like I'm I canceled my flight and I stayed and then for three months I like worked at a restaurant I was doing my yoga teacher certification at the time and like that was great and like literally one day I was like walking around in the mall I was literally in like the Alamoana mall in Waikiki and I just had this feeling I was like like I had chills in my entire body and it was like you need to go to New York like you yeah. have to go back to New York and I couldn't ignore it and like I don't doubt those intuitive impulses now but like because I was so young and so honestly disconnected from myself at that time I like didn't know what was happening all I knew was like I have to go yeah um so I was like okay I'm gonna like put it out there I'm gonna try to move to New York in October this was it was the end of July within a week I had a job offer and I had met this bitch <laughs> on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. Like how crazy. We met each other on a Facebook group. It was like one of those like New York City, like sublease, like fine roommates. Yeah. And it was like young female professionals. And I saw you and you were like one of the few people who kind of like looked normal. And I saw your profile picture. It was like your graduation photo. And I saw the Westcott Fountain in the background, which is like an iconic place on FSU's our state's campus, campus yeah. it's like very recognizable so I was like she went to FSU she's probably like pretty normal <laughs> she like looks cute like I'm just I think I don't know who DM'd who first I commented on your post right. and then I think you DM'd me yeah yeah and then the rest is fully history we started texting mm -hmm. and that's like I think was it that day that we found out we were the same sun moon and rising yeah sun? yeah and then we were like we were both going through it with like guys and like Just life and life for real life and like moving to New York is like it's so fucking it's so stressful. Yeah. Just like the process of mm -hmm. all of it, how expensive it is. I was at home at the time. I when I graduated, I like moved back home because I still hadn't had a job yet. And then I got one like a couple weeks after I graduated, and then 
it was remote. So like, I was just like, I'm going to stay in Florida until like September, Mm -hmm. maybe October and just like save all my money that I make from working Mm -hmm. um, to like put towards moving there. Yeah. And then in the meantime, like try and find people to live with. Yeah. Because I didn't know, like none of my friends that I went to school with um, moved up here. Mm -hmm. Like everyone stayed in Florida. Mm -hmm. So I had my sister up here, but she's older and like had her living situation figured out. So I was like kind of going into it like blind, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is kind of, it's nerve wracking, but it ended up working out so perfectly. Yeah, it, it worked out so perfectly. It like all fell into place. And I think that like, like a big factor in how, our friendship really developed like very quickly. Like we got close very, very fast. And I think that a big reason for that is because that time in our life was so vulnerable and so stressful. And like, we literally only had each other. (laughs) No, like actually. That's how it was. Yeah. Because like, again, like I had my sister here, but like someone my age that like had just graduated and like- had no money. had literally no money. Yeah. Like we didn't have any furniture in this apartment for- For months. had a couch in this living room Mm -hmm. and then that was it for months. For like four months. And- We would sit- Remember we (laughs) sat on the floor? Our first night here, we cooked dinner and we sat on the floor and we drank wine. And like, I remember you literally were sitting on the floor and you're like, this kind of feels like a moment. And like, it was. It was a moment. Yeah. And I feel like our we have both like just been able to like be so present in those like moments together. Like yeah. we've, we've had a lot of them. It's such a transitional period too. Like after you graduate college, I feel like I didn't really know how hard it was gonna be to transition out of that phase of life because it feels like you're being thrown out into the real world, but mm-hmm. like you still feel like a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still feel like a child a lot of the time. Yeah, like, we are. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm. we're so young, and, like, I feel like we both kind of put this pressure on ourselves to have everything figured mm-hmm. out, and we would constantly be reminding one another that, like, we're literally 22 years yeah. old. Like, well, when we were talking- do we know? Yeah, when we were talking about <laughs> ideas that we had for the podcast way back, we were, like, being a freshman at life. Because, mm-hmm. really, when we- first moved here like that is literally the only way that I can describe describe the feeling is like you are thrown into not only real world but also New York just and animal and New York is an animal and like living here is hard and inconvenient and like every day like even doing your laundry unless you have the luxury of like an in-suite or in-building washer and dryer that actually works because our building does does not work but like like a day here like a full day is like it's hard work no matter what you do yeah and like a lot pretty much everyone that lives here they're away from their family they Mm -hmm. like don't know a ton of people they're like starting out their life and struggling and so the people that you surround yourself with and like the friends that you have become part of your family in a sense because like these are the people that are going to be your your support system and like Mm -hmm. they're for you emotionally and like are struggling with you Mm -hmm. so it's really important to like surround yourself with really good people what in your opinion do you think it means to be a good friend think just being there Mm -hmm. for your friends it's really easy to be a good friend when like everything else in life is going well there's no issues but when like things happen and like you really need someone to support you or someone needs like you to support them like that's who shows up for you I think Mm -hmm. is really really like the test of like who's yeah like 
a good person and like good friend to you mm-hmm. um having a friend that is honest with you it's needed sometimes yeah and know? i think like going off of what you just said like having someone to be there for you and like hold space for your feelings and like knowing the difference of the time of when to just like kind of hold you and allow you to be in what you're feeling but also those friends that hold you accountable and we all have a tendency to like get stuck in our own shit sometimes yeah being able to have a friend who like sees you and like sees who you are and is able to kind of peel back those layers for you when you can't fully see yourself and who can be like no bitch like you're that bad bad bitch like get the fuck up like let's go yeah like let's let's remember who we are yeah and I think that sometimes that's hard because it's like in order to do that sometimes you have to face yourself Mm -hmm. one thing that I think that you've taught me and like I know that I'm not perfect about this too because like I tend to be the therapist friend I sometimes have trouble being like let let me just hold you because I'm like no bitch you're a bad bitch like let's realize that but sometimes I just need to be able to be like no it's okay like let me just like allow you to feel what you're feeling yeah and I'm like aware of that too yeah so I think that like on one end of the spectrum like you are so good at just like letting me cry yeah or like letting me just be sad and like listening to me and being like it's okay to feel what you're feeling and I feel like I I get really feisty reel it in because it's like and it's a thing that like my sister will do this sometimes too it's like when you love someone so much and like you see them for like the amazing person that they are and you Mm -hmm. see them in like pain and like Mm -hmm. feeling really down and like sad about themselves and like life and everything it's like you just want to shake them because you're like you're so amazing like I just yeah, need you to see, see this it, too yeah. mm-hmm. so like it's you know all comes from a place of love but there's a balance there's yeah mm-hmm. and but it's like good for me to have that because I I think I'm more sensitive you are than you are <laughs> and well, like which is not yeah. a bad thing mm-hmm. but I think like I need that reality check sometimes mm-hmm. and I just I need the realness sometimes yeah. to kind of help me like you're getting there though yeah your skin has gotten so much thicker yeah I think like going back to like what the qualities in a good friend I think like showing up for each other and like holding space for that person is really important and And like being honest yeah yeah being honest yeah I also feel like being a good friend is just like being comfortable with someone like feeling comfortable enough to let another person see all of you yeah where like you and me like I mean it's different too when you live with someone yeah because we're very lucky to be such close friends but we also live together so like we have seen each other like in literally every single version of each other like been been through through everything (laughs) like breakups like we literally just been with each other like probably in our most like vulnerable emotional states and like have also opened up to each other about like serious shit and like you're probably one of the first friends that I've had that I've actually been able to like talk about some of the stuff that we've talked about Mm -hmm. which has made me feel safe to start processing some of those things in like therapy yeah and like things like that where like being able to be seen by someone and every single version of yourself and that person like still love you and like still be there for you at the end of the day like yeah that's that's friendship but that's like love that's like real love I feel like that's why the dynamic ends up working Mm -hmm. and like I I'm 
I love listening and I love like talking about those things, but even I struggle to open up about those things mm -hmm. with like my friends and family mm -hmm. just because like of my own, you know. Yeah, like little... our like limitations that we have. And... Yeah, but I think like having someone that like consistently expresses that they want to listen and they want to be there for you and like mm -hmm. to talk about things and like get it off your chest, it helps. Okay, I want to talk about friendships that maybe aren't the best of friends, like mm -hmm. friends that you feel like maybe are draining your energy or like you don't really feel safe around them. Like, I guess I'll go back to like experiences, I guess, that I had like early college and like in high school and stuff, because I feel like it's still relevant, different experiences. But I feel like surrounding yourself with people who are either like going through whatever their journey, journey, journey yes. is, or like people who are insecure mm -hmm. and just like i don't know mean girl energy that you don't really pick up on at first but when you're around those types of people you feel insecure yourself mm -hmm. and you feel like being put down to a degree mm -hmm. and like you don't feel safe with those people yeah. and like it kind of always feels like you're trying to win their approval, approval. yeah and I think like a lot of that and knowing how to set boundaries, it just comes with age and maturity. And I think that's why okay. I've had like mean girl experiences as of recent, but like, it's not the people that I would ever call a friend. I agree. You yeah. Know? I feel like we've had different experiences too, because a lot of your friends that you have now, like you have been friends with for a really long time. Yeah. And I have a few long-term friendships like that, but I also don't have that many like I don't really have that many if any close friends like from my hometown that I grew up with and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that like I moved so far away and yeah, like in college. yeah and like have had such so many different lives since I lived in upstate New York and like it's not that I like dislike anyone from my hometown but like I personally have dealt with so much mean girl energy like my yeah. entire life and also in college like I fully own up to the fact that like I in college was so insecure with myself that I would have done anything to like be a part of like the cool group and like hang out with like the people who were cool because I just wanted to be accepted so much because I never had that like growing up like in high school and like when I went to FSU I came to Florida State from a very small town in upstate New York and like nobody from my hometown really left let alone went to like a big school and like had greek life and like did the whole thing so when i went to fsu i was like oh my god like i have to be in a quote-unquote good sorority i have to like post all these pictures of myself on instagram like i have to be cool that led to me just kind of like honestly jumping from friend group to friend group i got bullied like a lot yeah. like Freshman year, first half of the year, I had no friends. That was also because I was having a hard time adjusting to FSU and, mm -hmm. like, didn't put myself out there. But then when I finally, like, found a group of friends by the second half of my freshman year, like, they were not real friends at all. It was very much, like, just going out friends. And, like, that whole friend group that I was originally friends with eventually ended up, like, bullying me and then completely icing me out. And then I had to make a whole new group of friends. And, like, I just never really actually felt like I fit in. But, like, I kind of, like, would change my personality to, like, be friends with, like, these people. Yeah. And now looking back, it makes me sad for that version of myself because I knew what I was surrounded by when I was in it. Like, I remember I would, like, hang out with this group of girls and like whoever like wasn't there in their friend group they would be talking shit about them just, when i would be with them i would and then there it was in, in my head at the time being like what are they saying about me 
Yeah. Especially with the fact that, like, I wasn't in their sorority and, like, I knew – I just always kind of felt like an outsider, yeah. really. And, like, that, that that's something that I've dealt with my entire life. And now that I'm here and, like, I'm in New York and I'm surrounded by people like you and, like, the friends that I have now, I'm like, I wouldn't – I wouldn't trade anything for the world. I have no complaints. Yeah. Like, couldn't ask for better. But when I spot shitty energy like that now, I'm, like, immediately no – get the fuck away from me like I can't let it anywhere near when you brought up the sorority stuff like I had like a lot of the people that I went to high school with that like went to Florida State I just didn't really like them yeah (laughs) like they just weren't like nice people they weren't my kind of people and those were people that like I had tried to be friendly with before and like tried to be social with and it just wasn't clicking because it's just like two completely different energies yeah I had Lexi, like, one of my best friends from home, and that was, like, pretty much all, like, the close friends that I had, like, going into my freshman year, and then I became really good friends with my roommate, Grace, and Mm -hmm. then I met Emily, who's, like, my big in my sorority. I developed really great friendships with them. They're still, like, some of my best friends today. Um, My junior year after I, like, went inactive for a semester, me and my friend, Emily went to like this pregame to go out and it was like a bunch of people from my pledge class and her pledge class mm-hmm. and like we're all in the same sorority like we all we're all friends with the same people like you would expect everyone to like just kind of hang out and like vibe with each other and we felt so uncomfortable the entire time yeah. like being like we felt like we were being judged yeah, and no. it wasn't like in our heads it was like really obvious that like that was the energy mm-hmm. and I'm just like you guys like aren't cool enough to be like but like the type of people that we are we can't like comprehend why anyone would ever act like that no because like towards the end of college like I just kind of accepted okay these are my friends whatever but like when her and I would go out like we're always nice to everyone we would always try and talk to all the girls that like we were meeting bars or like pregames and stuff that we didn't know before and like Mm -hmm. always try to be nice to everyone because why wouldn't you be yeah and I just can't understand it because I'm just not like that but it's just so bizarre to me Mm -hmm. that like energy I think so too and it's like people like that are kind of very much operating from their ego yeah and they're not even aware of it and like there's soul-based types of friendships that we have and then there's a lot of people who have like very much like ego-driven friendships where the people that they hang out with or that they surround themselves with are usually like it's like a kind of transactional type of thing like going out types of friends yes or like the people that you hang out with because you think that like they're gonna make you look cooler I was so naive and vulnerable when I got to FSU and like didn't know like how to like make real friends honestly and was just so lost myself and I feel like when you truly start to like align with who you are that's when you start attracting like these real like kind of lifelong friendships yeah and for anyone listening who's in college or like is in a phase of life like college or high school or just you know being a young woman or young adult and you feel like you don't have real like soul-based friendships yet or maybe you feel like you're in a similar position where you're kind of surrounded by like surface level types of friendships or maybe friends who don't actually have your best interests at heart know that you will find your people I think you have to be patient and you have to like really start to get firm and strong in who you are as Mm -hmm. an individual because I think really you have to at least have some idea of who you are and what you want in life to be able to attract what 
that is. If you feel like you're struggling with the people that you're surrounded with right now, like just take some time, like be okay if you have to take some time alone and like start setting boundaries and like yeah, letting go of some of these types of friendships. And it's an ongoing process. Okay, I want to pull it back to being a good friend and showing up for your friends. We touched on that a little bit earlier, but... I think that you and I have both gone through a lot (laughs) since we became friends, which is almost two years ago. Yeah. But we've both been through a lot and honestly, like not have, I'm sure that I would have, but it wouldn't wouldn't have been nearly as like easy if I didn't have you. Yeah. And we have both really shown up for each other through the things that we've gone through. So like, I want to talk about how to show up for your friend and how to be a good friend when your friend is going through a hard time. It's easier to like be there with someone when things are easy. The true test of a friendship is like how we show up when they're going through it. So yeah, you go first. Like what to you does it mean to like show up and be a good friend? I think, I mean, everyone's different everyone like process and like handles things differently but I think like the initial thing happening to this person like I think just kind of gauging what they need in the Mm -hmm. moment and I think a lot of the time like when my friends are going through it I just want to sit there and like listen to them and just kind of like with them yeah yeah just remind them that like how they're feeling is valid and like Mm -hmm. it's okay and just like kind of what we were talking about before like giving them like a hug Mm -hmm. and just like being there for them Mm -hmm. and then I think for me what's really helpful is after kind of that stage like either giving that person their space if they need it if you want to talk about anything like I'm here for you Mm -hmm. but not being like up their ass about it because a lot of the time like someone just wants to like sit in their room and just like process process their things by themselves and I think that's like a lot of this you just like kind of have to gauge with each person it's in it's intuitive yeah Yeah. and then I think also like getting to the point where you need to be a little real with them and like Mm -hmm. remind them of who they are Mm -hmm. and like what they deserve and what they should or shouldn't be putting up with or that things are going to be okay Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel like it in the moment because Mm -hmm. they're like blinded by whatever the feelings yeah like really heavy feelings feelings that they're having but I think reminding your friends of that is really important and I know that's something that you always try to do Mm -hmm. and it's like helped with my confidence yeah like trusting your feelings yeah because emotions are visitors Mm -hmm. and like those huge emotions that we have sometimes like whenever we go through something big like when you're in the middle of it you don't feel like that (laughs) but that's it's still valid yeah it doesn't make it not valid but also being able to be like hey this is not forever I promise literally like just experienced this yeah like I was really upset about something recently and <laughs> wait this is actually funny because you're gonna cry for like two three weeks and then after like that like you're gonna start feeling better and you're like I don't think I'm gonna be over this in three weeks and I'm like babe I'm not saying you're gonna be over it in three weeks I just mean you're not gonna be crying on the floor for more than three weeks <laughs> and then three weeks later we were on FaceTime and I was like yeah I feel like so much better and you're like really that's so interesting that you say that mama's always right <laughs> But no, but I agree. And like, I think I even remember like right in the initial shock, like we, you were like crying and then like, we were like laughing. (laughs) We were like just doing some dumb shit. And 
I completely agree with everything that you just said and like how to show up for a friend, but also like be, sometimes you have to like be the light to the darkness that they're experiencing and like make that person laugh. Do what you can to like cheer them up. I completely agree with like allowing someone to like take their space, but like also being the friend who's like, babe, you can't sit in your room and rot. Like, let's go do something. Like, let's go sit outside in the sun. Let's go on a walk. Let's go to a yoga class. Like, being the person who can like hold your friend accountable and like get them out of their funk sometimes. Yeah. Because there is like when you're processing emotions, there's so many different ways to do so, but like you can't get stuck in it's one. It's so easy to like spiral it, yeah. into that and like I we're both of us are really good at pulling each other out of our spirals. Yeah. And this winter I was going through some shit and like I would be like like you were gone like you were in Florida and like I would be like getting ready to go to a dance class and I'd like FaceTime Danny just like crying yeah and she was the only person I felt like I could actually talk to at that point because I couldn't even understand why I was still feeling the way that I was feeling that just reminded me of something too of like coming from a place of no judgment Mm -hmm. Because I I think that's why, like, some of my friends feel more comfortable talking to me about, like, some of these things, like, more specific to, like, romantic relationships is yeah. because, like, I always listen and approach things with, like, no judgment. Because I mm-hmm. always say, like, I'm, I'm no one to judge. Like, mm-hmm. it's important to, like, feel like you have an outlet to talk about. yeah those things you have to get it out yeah it's literally the only way and also like i you do this to me and now like i do this to my friends when they're talking about like some of these things but reminding someone that like i'm gonna give like a an example of a conversation but like i would say something like oh like i i know like this that was really stupid of me to like think that or like to go back and like do that blah 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 and then you'd be like okay no that wasn't stupid like you just needed to experience it you needed to like see things through and like etc like not letting your friend like put themselves down yeah oh yeah yeah you know and it's funny that you say that you started doing that because I would say that to you because I completely think that I started doing that because of you (laughs) really yeah because (laughs) I remember like especially when we first moved here and like I was in a very like toxic thing at the time and all the time I was just like I'm so stupid like I'm so stupid and my self-talk was so bad and like you were the first person to be like Julia you're so mean to yourself because it wasn't just because of that like relationship that I was in it was also because of like it had affected the rest of my life and I was such a perfectionist and I was so like obsessed with like working on myself that I was like so unhappy and just constantly finding things wrong with myself yeah and you are probably the first person to be like no, you're so mean to yourself. Like, at the time, also, this is another funny thing. I feel like we experience things, like, at the same time. No, we do. We're, like, close together. Yeah. It's kind of really weird. Yeah. But, like... The planets. Yeah, it's so crazy. Um, But I feel like, to that example, I had just gone through a similar thing, like, with my ex. And, like, I saw a lot of, like, how I had been feeling unfolding with you. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like it kind of felt like I was talking to myself and I just wanted like coming from a place of like being able to process it for a few Mm -hmm. months and like being a little mentally stronger like Mm -hmm. with that I was like okay no yeah like this is not how we should be talking to ourselves or about 
ourselves. I I always say like don't talk about my friend like that. Like mm-hmm. whenever you're like I'm so stupid, I'm like girl, we're like that's oh, my friend. Don't talk yeah. about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, like, yeah. And I think we've both always kept it real with each other in that way. Yeah, and that's something that like I think we've both learned about friendship through each other mm-hmm. is like don't let the other person like put themselves down. Like always lift your friend up. Yeah. Like no matter what, if some if you care about someone, like you lift them up. Friendships are a lot like romantic relationships and to make like a close friendship work, it takes a it's the same work that taking a long-term relationship. Like yeah. it's communication. Be there for the other person and kind of like pick up their slack. It's 70/30, it's 90/10 sometimes. Yeah. Like it's not always 50/50. Yeah. And friendship is definitely like a two-way street mm-hmm. and it's all about support, like yeah. mutual support. So, we have gone over the story of our friendship, what we think it means to be a good friend, how to deal with friends who maybe actually aren't friends, yeah, how to be there for a friend when they are going the fuck through it. Making real friends is such an important part of life, but it's also not the easiest. It requires a lot of patience. A lot of patience, a lot of like intuition yeah. and trust of your own intuition. Like you have to like build that trust yeah. to be able to judge people's character. So Danny, you start, like, how do you think our listeners can kind of go about making real long lasting friendships and how to like spot real friends? I think like you just kind of know for me when I meet people, if I already just feel comfortable with them mm-hmm. in a sense mm-hmm. to where like, I'm, I don't feel like I have to like, yeah, put on, put on a mask. Like, mask or like character. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's vibe. Yeah. I think like, putting yourself out there in the sense of like let's like go get drinks one time like let's hang out like whatever it might like feel uncomfortable at first because you don't really know this person but Mm -hmm. like just putting yourself out there and just like trying to make connection with people yeah I feel like you just have to do it especially Mm -hmm. like being post-grad and it's like it's Mm -hmm. it's hard to meet people as often as we did in college so like when you have that opportunity you meet someone cool like you need to like you gotta like capitalize on it like like we're shooting each other yeah shot and you have to also like have an understanding that everybody kind of feels that like little bit of discomfort yeah and like no one you're you're not alone in that and Mm -hmm. like also everybody's out here like trying to connect with people trying to connect with real people moving to new york or like moving to any city or moving to a new city for the first time like everybody's been in that boat so like even if you are meeting people that have like an established group of friends like even they at one point like felt like a little lost or like a little lonely and isolated and you can like totally enter into that group of friends yeah like i don't think if they're like the right people it's not gonna be weird like Mm -hmm. all of my close friends that I've met over like the past year year and a half I've met through mutual friends mm-hmm. like Andy I met through you and then yeah. like all of our girlfriends that are here and like some that don't even live here like I'm good friends with them now because I met them through Andy and like they've all been close for so long yeah like my friend Grace I've met some like really great people and people I consider my close friends now through her mm-hmm. and it's like you this is one of your best friends and like this is one of their good friends like they're probably cool like yeah. us Mutual friends is, like, we, such an we, important yeah, thing. Yeah, we like, always, like, anyone coming into our group is, like, if you're so-and-so's friend, like, you're my friend. Like, yeah. what do you need? Come borrow my clothes. Like, I don't give a fuck. What's yeah. mine is yours. Like, let's be friends. Yeah. And I think that 
also when you have that energy yourself, like you start to attract it and like we can get into like kind of like the spirituality and like the energetics of it. But like your energy attracts like energy Mm -hmm. and you have to trust that. And you also have to trust your intuition because like you need to trust your judgment. If you get a bad vibe from someone, you probably don't want to be friends with them. Even if like people around you are like this person's so great if you get a bad vibe like trust that are they yeah are they really that great yeah you have to trust yourself you have to trust yourself you have to trust your judgment and also you have to put yourself out there yeah um i think that like a great way to make friends is to put yourself in environments that like you like to be in yeah and be comfortable with like being in that environment alone Mm -hmm. so like for me like when i first started dancing again in the city like I didn't fucking know anyone, but like I just started going to classes and then like I just started like introducing myself to people who were in the class and like I think a really good way to meet people is to go up to them and compliment them. Yeah. Literally, like make them feel good about themselves and like mean it too. Like don't just go up to someone and be like, because people can sense in authenticity. Yeah. Like be real about it. Like when you are coming from that genuine place, like trust that people can sense that too yeah and like if you can be the person who can make someone feel good and make someone feel safe then ultimately like that's going to be what's attracted back to you yeah i genuinely feel that i agree yes cheers to that that. (laughs) i feel like that's like a really good vibe to end yeah the episode the vibes are high the vibes are high we just refilled our drinks Um, a little i'm feeling a little turnt i mean from this from this Aperol. From this yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think it's not hitting me as hard, but I also like have I, I might just be hungover. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Most likely. I think the C B D and this is hitting me a little hard. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I think maybe I'm just high on the vibe of our friendship. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. No, like it's funny because like we we sat down and hit record, but like these conversations are like conversations that we have on a weekly basis. Like, we we have these like every five yeah, minutes. but like we we be speaking truth. We do, yeah. Like I be saying some really. I just be saying things. I just be saying things, and people be nodding and listening. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's that's what it means to be a good friend is yeah. to just nod and listen, nod and listen, and smile. And be like, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's a really good vibe and like place to end off the episode danny thank you so much for coming along i feel like we have a lot to talk about and like we'll, we'll, we'll she'll be back yeah so don't don't y'all worry because like you're gonna want some more of this that's right that's right you will um do you want to like plug your your instagram i think you should plug your tiktok my tiktok your tiktok is really funny <laughs> it's funny my tiktok username is a little silly let me just make her tiktok username is cheeky little baguette yeah yeah there's no underscores or anything it's just cheeky little baguette baguette. yeah go follow her on tiktok what's your instagram um it's just danielle.badami danielle.badami or no there's no dot it's just Danielle. Right. It's just Danielle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Go follow her on Instagram. I'll, it'll all be linked. Yeah. Um, if you aren't following me on Instagram, go follow Smart and Hot on Instagram. It's at I am Smart and Hot. You can use that as an affirmation. Yes. I am smart and hot. And hot. Yeah. yeah. I wake up every single morning and I'm like, I'm smart and hot. Usually it's like, I'm smart and hot. I gotta get the fuck out of bed. But yeah. Follow me on Instagram. It's at I am smart and hot. 
follow along on YouTube. Yes. It's Julia Smart and Hot. I'll have it linked in the description. I have new podcasts coming out every single Wednesday. New vlogs coming out every Saturday. And then Instagram, we've got meme drops. We've got journal They're prompts. really funny. We've got everything that you need on all of the different platforms, mm-hmm. except for TikTok, because, like, I think TikTok rides my brain, so I, like, can't be on my it. My brain is tempura fried <laughs> from the app. <laughs> but, like, what tempura fried? Um, like, ice cream? Oh, my God. I love tempura fried ice cream. I'm thinking, like, a shrimp tempura roll. <laughs> because there's like some avocado in there yeah there's like a bun sauce it's not all like completely fried but there's like a vegetable in there yeah okay i got it no i i I would agree with that yeah um but yeah go follow along if you aren't already if you like this episode please make sure to give it a rating and a review and ask any questions i will talk to you guys next week and danny thank you so much thank you so much bye (laughs)